here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Thank you for checking out the show. Shout out to William Richmond, who was on the last episode. If you want to hear about the Bulls and the Last Dance, that special that was on ESPN about their breakup of the dynasty, go back and check out that episode. Really fun talking about the uh, old era of basketball here in Chicago. Today we have my man, Music G. Known him a long time. Been meaning to catch up with him and get him on the podcast, and I got him on here today. Play some of his songs. He's got a new one called Jaw Jack and a Mr. Hooper. You guys are going to dig that one. So really excited to bring that to you. I want to give a shout out to my guy Rudy. He's been listening to all the podcasts. He's starting from the beginning. and He's on like number 10 or something. So by the time he hears this one, uh, this is number 40. Maybe about a month. So next July, he'll, <laughs> he'll hear this episode, know that I talked about him on there. But he checks out the show on Podcast Addict. So anybody out there who has that, you can find it on there as well as all other digital platforms. You can find the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, CastBox, Mixcloud, all the digital platforms you usually find podcasts. Infinite Banter is there. Follow the show on Twitter at Infinite Banter, Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast, YouTube to search Infinite Banter. You'll see clips from past episodes on there and also on Facebook at Infinite Banter. All right, let's get going with the show here. Music G is about to come on here. We're going to play a couple of his songs and talk about everything he's been doing. But before we do that, the show never starts until the one and only devastating mic controller DMC says this. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. All right, before we talk to Music G, let's play a song of his. This is called Let's Do It from his album UGA Triple Play. This is Music G, Let's Do It, featuring my guy Tone from Raw Dialect on the Infinite Answer Podcast. They stop like who he Switch up, change my pitch up like who keep It's the party thrower, every season tree grower Shorty didn't know I had to show her Put your dough up, MCs, put your flow up I blaze the spot, got him running out Screaming glaze is hot Yeah, how we get there Dollar cap to pause and jump on the E Get off the Roosevelt for the 19th I'm into grow to the game on suckers I came to tame If you step out of line, I'll punish you with the rhyme It's the sound with the flow and the flow from Baltimore When I talk on the phone, you know I'm speaking in code Cause the wire got me hot and I'm tapped like Marlowe My dialect is wrong so I change up my combo Now I, my crew done paying dues We run the spot, ain't got a lot from the under Come the summer, we rocking masses in Damascus Death of fascists, as we said, you wear my cash is We gonna blast it Regardless of your answers, we run with Panthers and black cats with big cannons. Stage commanding, got the party people dancing. Morris on the wheels and steel plotting and planning. Mr. Music abused that. Who's that with Tony P in the black hat? Lay back while me and Glaze blaze that. It's the payback that we collected from way back. Take that. 
Yo, what up, y'all? This is your friendly neighborhood fly guy, Cool Kim, aka NY All the Ideal. And I'm chilling with Vanilla Ice's number one fan, DJ Soundwave, on the Infinite Banner Radio Show. Yeah. <laughs> You're checking out the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am Mark Jobs, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, and I am pleased to be joined by a dude I've known for a long time. When I first started doing this podcast, I always thought this is a dude I want to have on here without a doubt. Representing from Queens, New York, the one and only Music G is in the building on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, Music G? Soundwave, what's going on, my brother? How are you? Man, good, good. Like I was telling you, it took a revolution and a pandemic to get you on here, but here we are, dude. It's (laughs) so thrilled to have you on, man. (laughs) Yo, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. It's a long time coming. Yeah, without a doubt. You know, it's funny. Whenever anybody listens to my um, my mixes, they will hear your voice because I still use that drop from like 2007 you sent me. And it's wow. still, it still works. So shout out to you. You're the first dude to ever do a drop for me. So, you know, uh, much respect, man. Oh, that's super. That's super respect. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Got to get a new one, too, out of you, probably. So uh. Of course. <laughs> of course. When we, when we finish this, I'll, I'll send you another one. Without okay. a doubt, man. That'll be awesome. So for heads listening, uh, let them know who Music G is and how you got started in the rap game and how long you've been uh, doing this. Okay. My name is Music G. You spell music with a K and not with a C. Very important. Crew that represents Underground Army. I'm from East Elmhurst, Queens, New York. I started back in the mid to late 80s rapping and, and DJing and MCing and, you know, anything that dealt with hip-hop, that was me. But I actually got into the biz in the late 90s. Almost 30 years in the game, but like you said, more like the last 25 years you really got into it. Yeah, because I started, I got my first record, it was in 1991. It was on Electra Records. Um, it was called Human Education Against Lies. The song was called Oh Freedom, Kushite featuring Music G. That was KRS's um, compilation album that he did. It had a lot of people on there, LL, Run DMC, Queen Latifah, Ziggy Marley. Yeah, I always thought of it as like a self-destruction part two. Yes, actually, I feel like it was the last self-destruction. Because after that, I didn't really hear any more like conscious collective hip-hop um, compilations like that. Not on that so, level, no. What was it like being on then, that project? That's a big deal there, to be on an album with, you know, likes of Karis One, LL Cool J, Freddie Fox, MC Light, you know, how did that come about? Well, I was in a crew at that time, and we were managed by Sky High, and that was Ziggy Marley's manager. And he let KRS hear a record that we were doing, because we were actually working on, um, like, a couple of projects to go out to Africa. And... While we were doing that, he was actually letting other, like, you know, famous people hear the song, and he let KRS hear it. And KRS liked it so much that he ended up putting it on Human Education Against Lies. That's just crazy, man. I mean, were you, like, blown away by that to go from, like, you know, just working on your craft to next thing you know, you're on this huge, you know, album with all these different artists on it? You know, it's, it was crazy because um, during that time, we were shopping to, like, you know, labels, like, in the early, late 80s, early 90s. So... We came across a lot of different people, but to end up being on a record with all, you know, those all-stars was just like mind-blowing. One good thing about it was it opened a lot of doors because at that point, I could basically, I could get on any radio situation, you know, I did shows. It just opened a lot of doors being recognized on such a, a huge project. And did they do any kind of tour or concerts based on that album? Anything like that? Unfortunately, they did not. And um, I don't know why. I know Kenny Parker was the one who was basically one of Edutainer Records at the time. I really don't understand what happened with that, but I, you know, I, I'm thankful to KRS and Katie Parker, the whole crew, for just opening the door so that we could get on that record. And then after that, you went on to do, uh, what was your next move after Heal, the Heal Project? And then after Heal, I um, ended up going independent. So we put out a record in 1998. I came up uh, with a song called Rock On, Back With No Games. And that's when I formed the crew Underground Army. So that was like my debut as an independent artist. It was in 98. And the Underground Army, that's been pretty much something that's been part of you the whole time, right? You you pretty much have always had a crew that you consider the Underground Army, right? Ever since that day? Yeah, absolutely. That crew became more of like friends and family. It was like a collective of people that were from just my my general circle of, of artists that I knew. And we all rolled together. My brother, Lex, he was the one that did all the artwork. Um, the MCs was YD Original, Glaze the MC, Danger Stan Clear, um, RBI from um, Raw Dialect, he got down. Plus, we ended up 
like really connecting worldwide with DJs all over the world. So that was another way that we was able to really propel the name out there because DJs are the foundation of hip hop. So I always doubt. made sure that, you know, y'all are the, it's because of y'all that we have hip hop. DJs, they're the foundation, not the MCs. So that's why I always salute DJs. And I will always salute DJs. Yeah, man, I heard that uh, there's a podcast you did wasn't in Australia, and you just were shouting out names. It felt like a good two or three minutes. So you definitely showed a lot of love to cats who will return that love back to you, man. Yeah, and, you know, I I can go on for hours when it comes to DJs. Well, the show's <laughs> called Infinite Banter. Go ahead, man. <laughs> oh no, I mean, I, I'd rather do that at the end. Yeah, and I got you right. <laughs> I'll be going for a long time when it comes to that. There it is. <laughs> How shortly after that was it when you put that album together, The Underground Can't Be Stopped, with the Music G and the Underground Army? Okay, that came in about the year 2003. Because after Rock On and No Games, then we put out another record called Live on the Box with Tear It Down. And that record dropped, and that did well in Germany. So in 2000, we did a little tour over Europe, which was banging. And then we came out with The Underground Can't Be Stopped. And the motivation behind that was just, you know, independent artists, no matter what happened and what's going on, we're always going to be here. And you mentioned uh, doing shows in Europe. What's it like when you do a show with somewhere else besides America? I mean, I'm guessing the crowds are different, the, the vibe is different, but it seems like hip-hop has always been a stable in other countries, and they seem to respect the, the art form just as much as they do here. You know, I love Europe because they're so, they embrace, they embrace, if they like something, they just embrace it. They don't. Like, you know, kind of in America, you kind of standoffish a lot. You know, everybody wants to be too cool. But when you go over there, if they like something, they let you know. They're very vocal about it. They um, Their venues are a lot different. Like, they have, like, really big venues over there. Even independent artists play, like, some pretty good shows. And um, they know how to promote. And over in Europe, it's kind of like the United States, but each state would be considered a country. So, you know, somebody came from, just say you went to Germany, somebody could drive all the way. It might be a long drive, but they might drive from Croatia or they could drive from um, any neighboring country for a show. So a lot of the um, independent artists that do end up going out there do very well. Is there a country you like the most that you've been to? And is there one that you haven't been to that you would like to perform in? Um, It's a toss up between France and Germany for me. And one that I've never been to is out in the Far East. That's um, Japan. And I'm actually working with Mr. Hooper because we want to get out there next year. Man. We want to hit Japan. Yeah, I heard I heard good things about Japan, dude. I think you guys will like it out there. I want to go so bad. <laughs> and then after Japan, I definitely want to hit Africa. I want to hit, like, um, Ghana, South Africa. Like, you know, just go different parts of Africa. Be the worldwide army, no longer underground, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. And I'm looking at the album. I got CD right in my hand right now. You know, the, the underground can't be stopped because... Uh, Shout out to you. You sent me this. We'll talk about this a little bit later, but the, back on MySpace days, I remember that joint Got You was one I played a lot on here. Talk about this record, man. There's some there's some classics. We'll play worldwide later in the podcast. Got You was, um, the, the concept, the chorus is basically me speaking to the other crew members about getting ready for a show. So every time I'm asking a crew member, you got the tease and the tapes, the person would say, no doubt, I got you. So we, it was basically a checklist. Right. Because every time we, we would do a show, we had to make sure we had all these different things to um, make sure that the show went well. You know, the merch, the, the you know, just the, the little things. And um, the story behind it was, I think one time we had, we had did a show in Manhattan or something. And one of the DJs or somebody forgot something. And I always remember that, that yo, that, that was messed up. <laughs> we didn't like <laughs> we just didn't we didn't we didn't have our act together at right. that time so i made a song about it you know that song was played a lot a lot of people liked that song they said they thought the, the chorus was pretty catchy does he know that that song is because of him that he forgot something on the checklist still. never told him but you know it's all love <laughs> well you learn you know you make a mistake and you learn from it and you make a banger that's what, really what happened out of it so you know it worked out right <laughs> sure did facts facts talk about that joint worldwide we'll play that one later in the podcast too oh and, and worldwide was something that i wanted to express as um a song that would take you on a journey so like the the first verse in worldwide is us going overseas the second verse is also overseas but the third verse is then us back in the United States trying to promote the record. So each verse has, you know, a little region that we're talking about in the song. 
Right. And like I said, uh, you gave me that CD through the mail when I met you on MySpace. And I got to give you props, too, because we were talking about this a little bit yesterday before you came on here. You know, MySpace used to be that spot. You know, I used to fiend for MySpace. That was like before Facebook. That's where I used to go. Cats like yourself would be on there, get to build with them and hear their music. Sometimes you even get an album or something from them. So uh, talk about what, what it's like now with social media and how you're able to uh, promote yourself and your music. You know, MySpace, I miss those days so bad. MySpace was like a total family it's different on facebook but myspace anybody that was down with myspace back then it was you know the first real social media site. yeah big time it was the first and it was exciting it was, it was like um the first time that you could actually get feedback from somebody i used to say this all the time i said you know in the 80s and the 90s if you sent a record out you really couldn't get like direct feedback you would send it to the dj dj would play it but if someone didn't call up on the radio and express that they like the song, you don't know what the audience was saying. That's true. You just didn't know. Uh-huh. We got on MySpace and it was like explosive. Like, wow, this is uh, Music G, yo. I was listening to Heal back when I was in high school. Yo, Music G, I like that song, Rock On. At, prior to that, I didn't even know that people appreciated what I was doing. I was just shooting it out in the air, hoping that, hey, hope somebody likes this. Right. <laughs> hope somebody likes <laughs> this. You don't know. Flyspace came along, boom, game changer. And even at that point, we had got so interactive with the people that we created something that was called the MySpace Shoutout. You can still go on YouTube and see that we would shout out people on MySpace that would come on our page interact with us we would actually give them a video shout this before anybody man i gotta hear i gotta check this out dude i didn't know about that oh yeah i will send you links okay we had something called the the subway series where we would shout out people on different stations a new york city subway station like canal street 241st in the bronx far rockway out in in queens um we went out to staten island and got on their their train it's a it was really a um a creative time i'm gonna send it to you you can check it out you have a good time with that because there's a lot of them we did over we did like over 30 shouts man so he definitely showed love to those you know representing for you on myspace and telling you how much they like your music and everything that's pretty cool and i hope that you know anybody that's listening that used to follow us on myspace they would uh reach out on Facebook because, you know, we lost the MySpace community when everybody just basically bailed out on MySpace and went over to Facebook. It was like a ghost town. Yeah, like I was joking to you yesterday, it's like tumbleweeds now. There's like nothing going on. <laughs> I signed on to MySpace yesterday for the first time and like, dude, I couldn't even tell you the last time I went on there. It's totally different format. There's like, it, it looks like it's just music now. It's not really about profiles and all that. I don't even think that people, I mean, I read an article once about a guy that actually stayed on there and never left. I thought it was pretty weird. But <laughs> I <laughs> I have yeah. I don't see any any activity on there whatsoever. And a lot of the, the um the music player that you know when everybody had like you know your your music was on there. Right. That's all screwed up. I don't know what happened. But I still love doing the layouts too. Get like your own layout yeah, background, layout you know. Yeah, I when layout I went on there problem. yesterday, um it was just weird and I was thinking, like, I remember it was hitting me like 2009, 2010 when like everybody's like, I'm going to Facebook, why are you still on MySpace? And I reluctantly went. I didn't really want to go. But there was, it's like going to the club that no one goes to anymore or something. It's just like nobody was there. <laughs> You're like the only dude like Bad. standing in the back. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I, you know, I was saying the same thing to you yesterday. I was like, you know, um, I was reluctant because I didn't feel like rebuilding all the stuff that we had did in my space. It was like exhausting. It's like, yeah, how do you bring over 25,000 people from one exactly. platform to the other? You just don't. Right. Yeah, it's so not the I, same I, thing, I like, you know. It's just not the same. And even on Facebook, the the, um, the feeling's different. It's not the same as the feeling of MySpace. I will say Instagram is, is better for that, I think, than uh, Facebook is. Maybe Twitter, too. But, uh, yeah, Facebook and Instagram, it's to me, they're on different levels, even though I think Facebook owns Instagram. But I feel like Instagram's a yeah, better platform. Go, yeah, yeah, you're right. Instagram is it's cleaner. It's, you know, it's not uh, as complicated with a lot of buttons and all that stuff. I, I prefer Instagram, to be honest with you. Right. Plus, my relatives are not on Instagram, so I could do more stuff on there. We're on Facebook, I got to watch what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, your aunt might see what you're doing. Like, ah, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, your aunt's not on Instagram. Right. She don't even know what it is. Yeah, you can't. You find out your aunt's on TikTok. Oh, dude, there you go. I'm not doing that. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm too old for that, that dude. <laughs> I'm not doing that. You ain't catching me dancing. Yeah, right. I'll miss that wave. <laughs> yeah, but that's tough trying to, like you said, you know, you got a whole crew of, of bands on uh, MySpace, and you can't just pick them up and just put them all on another platform. So uh, hopefully now you're starting to get the hang of using all these other platforms, and it's starting to get a little more smoother for you. Yeah, but it's just not the same. 
I don't know. Maybe it was the freshness and the newness of it. But right. that's just my feeling. But I roll with the punches. There it is. And we got to talk about the joint I played coming into the podcast here. The Let's do it from the triple play joint. Yeah, that one right there. That's a banger, dude. Talk about that record. Oh, yeah. Let's do it was a real fun record. We had got the instrumental off an of instrumental CD. And I was like, you know what? Let's just drop something like a freestyle kind of song on it. And, yo, people really liked it. We had a good time with Let's Do It. It was me, um, Glaze, and um, Tone Rome from the Ron Dialect crew. Yeah, that's how I was about to bring him up, because speaking of MySpace, he's another dude I, I remember that I met. He sent me, like, a record, he, well, a CD, and he sent me, uh, like, he did a freestyle about, you know, me DJing in Chicago. I'm like, dude, I never met this dude, and he did this whole, you know, verse. So, I, I you know, I always got to thank him and you, of course, as well. But when I played that record, when you sent it to me, I'm like, dude, is that Tone? That, wow. Yeah. I remember them dudes, man. <laughs> Raw Dialect, yeah. Yo, funny thing is we met in London. Me and me, Tone, um, RBI, and Crazy Ballhead, aka Mr. Hooper, we all met on a promo run in London. We did a record called Underground Cartel. The label was New Dawn Records out of the UK. I think it was, was it Scotland? I believe they were Scotland. And they put this international record together with you know people from different um, countries and stuff. And then they flew us out there, all expenses paid, everything. And we did a promo run out in London, and that's actually where I met them. Man, and he's from Baltimore, right? Uh, yeah. Right. Tone and RBI is from Baltimore. Okay. Shout, shout the whole raw dialect crew. Yeah, you say you haven't talked to him in a while, or are they still around recording anything like no, that? No, it's been over 10 yeah. years. Oh, okay. If he hears this, yo, hit me up. Yeah, what up, Tone? Wave with me. Yeah. What up, Tone? We need to see you again. We need some verses. <laughs> we need to hear some more raw dialect. Get him on the podcast here. Get back with Music back. G, man. You guys need to make another classic. I'm ready. Yeah, no, that song's a banger, dude. As people heard coming into the podcast here, it's just uh, talk about the other songs on that joint, too, because you also have uh, Never Saw It Coming and Marinate, a couple other joints on that same record. I know one of them samples are common. For people here in Chicago, would represent that, of course. Oh, um, Never Saw It Coming. That was a. That song is a cool song because it's it's a relationship song and it's really like the first relationship song that the whole crew did together. And um, each story is a is a story about a failed relationship. And some pretty fun stuff on there. We could all relate Hopefully to that. Everybody will enjoy that. Yeah, everybody <laughs> can relate to a failed relationship. I'm in my 40s, so I definitely could understand where you guys are coming from on that one. <laughs> Another song, too, I, I saw on YouTube, Kings from Queens. And your verse on that record, man, just sick. And the cuts by that dude, Young C, he was killing it, too. Talk about that joint, man. That's a good posse cut, that one. Yeah, Kings from Queens. That's um, DJ Modesty's project. He's from France. And he had an album called Kings from Queens One. I was on there. And actually let's do let's do it was on number one. And then number two, he put out Kings from Queens Two and Two Point One full C D. And we did the lead off single Myself, Lord Rock and Lifelong from Stronghold was on that with DJ Young C produced and did the cuts on it. Yeah, his cuts are sick. Is a classic record. Yeah. And the video is really cool, too. You're standing in front of the bodega, whatever. You come out and you just rip it, that verse right there, dude. Yeah, the little kid in the red, that's my son. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. you know, he posted up on the wall. That boy graduating high school now. Wow. Does he rhyme at all as well or, or no? Um, I think he he's more into production. Oh, okay. I think he's going to... I think he's going to sneak up on me and, and do something like that. He's also into photography, too, and, and um, videography. So we see where it goes. So it could be a whole family affair now. You could do the videos and the photography. You could do the lyrics and the, the production. It's all in-house, literally in-house. Hey, you never know. <laughs> JR Generator, you hear straight from Chicago. Let's get it going. There it is. Man, and I was reading that you performed on stage with some of the legends, and we talked about a little bit with the Heel Project, but you were on stage with Slick Rick, Karis One, Craig Mack, guys like that, Zulu Nation. Yeah, we did... Um, Quite a few shows in different areas. I opened up for Brand Nubian back in um, 91, Roy Wilkins Park. We did, we went, we opened up for KRS in the Skate Key in the Bronx some years later. Um, quite a few, quite a few different shows, actually. Um, Flick Rick and Dougie Fresh, I don't remember that show. I think that was in Queens, too. That's a good thing you did so many shows you can't remember all of them, right? <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's hard to remember. <laughs> right. And then I saw you were in Europe with Ed O.G. and Awesome 2. Oh, yeah, that was dope. That was um, that was called the Hip Hop Dome, and that was in Bondi, France. And Man. that was a banging-ass show. What year was that, would you say? That was about 
2004, maybe 2003, 2004. Man, that had to be something to, to be in that country like that, and you're on stage with you know Ed O.G., one of my all-time favorites out of Boston. Yo, that that's I tell people all the time. I was like, yo, those are the days when we would go out there. We didn't want to come back home. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> we to, yeah, we used to just get on the airplane and come back and be like, "Are oh, we coming back to the U.S.?" Because it's just a different vibe. Yeah, I can imagine, man. It's just a different vibe, man. It's like okay, it's a lot of times you just gotta go to to understand it. You can, it's one thing to say it; it's another thing to live it. Yeah, I can't even imagine what it's like to be in another uh, country like that. And for them to know your music, does that bug you out? You're like, wow, how did, you know, I can barely get people in my own neighborhood to play my CD. You're over here like this other country across the globe, and you know you're down with me. That's got to be a cool uh, feeling for you. Yeah, it, it was. You know, it's weird. It's like you don't understand it, but you just accept it, and that's how I've always been. I was like, hey, you know, if I can get somebody else to like it, sooner or later the people around the way will. And then, and that's exactly what happened. People would hear it. You know, we was doing stuff elsewhere, and then they get more interested in us because we were doing stuff elsewhere. And I see, because I used to work in radio. I went to, you know, broadcasting school and everything. You worked in radio yourself, man. Talk about that era when you were doing, uh, I see here in WBAI in New York City. Yeah, Pacifica Radio. Um, I had a, a show on there with DJ Frenzy, and it was called the Original B-Side Show. And we was part of a segment of the Night Flight Show for Chet Jackson, the legendary Chet Jackson. Rest in peace. He was um, putting you know, helping us with our career at the time. And um, we would basically just do these these segments called the original B-side where it was kind of like open format. We would play hip-hop, R&B, soul, disco, house, and then out. So we would never stay with one genre. So maybe three records of one genre, three next, three next, three next. So that's why we never called it like a hip-hop show. Oh, I see. everything, open format. How many days a week was that on? Was it just on the weekends or was it during the week or... It was the the first Monday of every month. Oh, I got you. Man, I wish I could have heard that because, you know, nowadays, and I talk to people on the podcast about this, radio is just like not something I listen to these days. I, I just can't. I can't listen to what's on. I don't know what's considered hot anymore because I don't, I don't hear it because I'm not feeling a lot of the new stuff. So I wish there was a radio station that still did stuff like that. At least out here I in Chicago. Some, I can't think of New York. but I have some of my old tapes. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get it from my brother. Maybe I'll MP3 and send you a couple of old shows. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> My boy DJ Real One, uh, shout out to him. We used to do a show on Columbia College, uh, WCRX 88.1. He posted a couple on Mixcloud, and I'm like listening to this, like, man, we used to kill it. Like, I, I missed the 2002 era, <laughs> you know, when we used to do this show. And, like, I wish I heard that today on somebody else doing it, not just me, you know. Just, just a, such a different time, man. Yeah, you know, times change, and we have to just adapt to what's going on. Because everything now is like, you know, Mixcloud, um, SoundCloud. You know, stuff like that. All oh, the this, clouds. Yeah. All the clouds. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're on SoundCloud, MixCloud. Are you guys on other yeah. formats too, like it, Deezer or are these other, uh, Tadal, whatever? Um, wasn't, isn't there like, wasn't there Podomatic at one point? Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the only good thing I would say about the podcast and, and that kind of stuff is you, if you miss it, you could go back and get it. True. If it's on radio, you miss it. You miss it unless you, it. you recorded it. Right. So when it comes to that, I will say, I guess you would have a longer shelf life because people could listen to it over and over and over again. So that's a positive. Yeah. You know, with technology, there's some things that are good, some that are bad. But one of the pros is, is that everything's out there online for the most part. And it's there all the time. You could catch it whenever somebody listen to this right now. They might not hear this when I post it, but maybe like in a year from now, they might catch it. And they're like, oh, who's this dude, Music G? And I want to hear his music. And, you know, next thing you know, three years later, some dude heard this episode and is trying to figure out how to find your music. So that's really something that that's good to hear, you know, my end, whenever I hear feedback on stuff. I agree 100%. What's it like uh, in an era like this, you know, recording and getting creative when you got like, you know, you got pandemic quarantine and, you know, what's going on with the protests and everything? Is it harder, easier? Because it seems like good music would come out of something like this. Have you found that uh, for yourself, you know, maybe you feel like you got more creativity, you want to speak more and write more and put more songs together? I've been taking this time to regroup. So for me, it's been good because what else are you going to do? Right. So you might as well yeah. you know, get it together. So we've been writing songs, you know, I've been sending songs back and forth to the crew. So everybody is in writing mode. So you're going to hear some good stuff coming soon, too, because we are taking this time to actually reboot. So for us, it's a good time. Yeah, I feel like this is a time where a lot of artists are going to come out and you're going to see a real uh, 
you know, I think a, a lot of quality music come out. Usually when things like this are going on, it's, it seems like creativity gets even higher and you're going to have more messages and songs and songs of more meaning and purpose. So I really, that's a good thing that come out of, you know, some of this too. So I'm really looking forward to hearing some new stuff coming out. Uh, like Cool Kim, you and I talked to him on uh, Instagram and such. He had a joint that came out about a week ago. And it's just, you know, he's just not playing around. It's like right to the point. Yeah, what's it called? Soul Glow? That's it, yeah. Soul Glow, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's Dope. like, it, the video is like right up to like Tuesday, you know? <laughs> he's not messing around. He's like right up to date with it, man. It is not, <laughs> he's not playing. We need it, man. Yeah. Yeah, we need it. We need we need all the creative to come out the woodwork and, and change the climate. We got to come out of this better than we we went into it. Yeah, without a doubt, man. I did see also, uh, it said that you performed in front of kids once, or maybe more than once, uh, back in the day. What was that like, and how young were the kids, and what was the feedback, you know, from kids here in your joints? Oh, that was, we did um Stay in School Tour. We So we put this tour together where we would go around the tri-state area. We kept it in the tri-state area where we would go and do shows in public schools. The kids loved it. When I tell you the influence that you can have as an artist on a child is really, really serious. I'm going to send you the link. I, there's a link on YouTube. has a little promo of that, too. You can see it. Oh, without a doubt. I'll definitely check that out, man. And I was kids re- are very influential. You can you can influence the child's mind if you if you say the right thing. What was the the age range roughly? Do you know? Um, elementary school. Oh, okay. Yeah, from like fourth grade, third third graders up to sixth graders, and then we did um, junior high schools too. So that'd be sixth grade to ninth grade or eighth grade. Was there a song you did that they definitely vibed off the most? That you could like, oh, these kids really like this one. Was there one that you can remember? That was really uh, hitting with them the most. Mm, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one. They're just excited to get out of math class. Like it didn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were like, "What? <laughs> we gonna have hip hop in the in the auditorium? What?" Man, couldn't even imagine if I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you the link. It was. It was a good time. Yeah, I, I definitely really look was. forward to seeing that, man. And a joint we're going to play, Jaw Jack and Mr. Hooper. You mentioned him earlier. This one right here, man, this is just straight heat. Talk about this song, man, and uh, let the heads know what they're about to hear soon. Okay, Mr. Hooper, he was known as Crazy Ballhead for those in the Sacramento area. Then he um, changed his name to Mr. Hooper, Mr. 916 himself. He's um, rocking real hard out there. And he sent me a, a record and was like, yo, me, you feeling creative? I was like, yeah, let's do it. He sent me that. I sent it back to him and... 10 minutes i felt that so much and he put it out in one week and right now it's catching on it's getting played on lots of radio stations and i definitely want to thank you Soundwave. oh yeah showing support oh of course man you know you know definitely when uh we started talking again about a month or so ago and you told me about the you know the other joints you've done and then this one specifically i was like yeah as soon as i heard it like we gotta talk about this song we gotta get this one on here and let the heads hear it and uh you guys working on anything else together? Or is that just like a, maybe one song and maybe see what happens go down, oh, the, down the line? No, we've, we've worked in the past. I was on his album, Children of Hope. We did a track called Collide. You got to check that out. That's okay. banging. We did that back in like early 2000s. No, mid 2000s. Mid 2000s. And I sent him a new track too. So we got some heat coming. Oh, there it is. So we, got, we got more things happening together. And like I said, we want to go to Japan next year. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's the goal, right? Get to Japan. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> Get to Japan. Let them hear George Jackin. Put those CDs in the stores out there because they'll definitely. Another thing I noticed too in other countries, they will buy the music. Like out here, everybody's like, oh, I don't know, I'll check it out on YouTube or something. But out there, they will actually purchase the album. Super supportive. They'll buy the album, the T-shirt, the hat, and the socks. <laughs> you got socks too? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we but we will get some. <laughs> you will you will now. Why not? You will no, now. Will. <laughs> you need the uh that corona mask too. <laughs> yeah, right? Those those are really popular now. Shout Dude. out to my man Mr. P. Chill. He sent me a, a mask with his with his uh logo on it. Dope. Oh, there it is. My wife's gonna get me a Star Wars one, but I think I need like a Wu Tang or now I think I need a music G mask, you know what I mean? Hey, maybe I'll get one popping for you. There it is. There Sounds it is. Like a plan. Man, so tell the people out there listening, you know, where they can find you, listen to your music, you know, know more about Music G and the Underground Army. Um, you can get me on social media, Mikey Sparks, M-I-K-E-E-S-P-A-R-K-S. And that's on Twitter, and that's on Instagram. 
on Facebook. Man, dude. It's Mikey a, with two E's. Two E's. Yeah. Because two is better than one. Mm-hmm. Double E. The two E's stand for East Elmhurst, because that's where I'm from. Oh, okay. So there's something behind it. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like another Mike Sparks out there that you had to like throw that extra nah, E in there. I threw the two E's in there, because that's my neighborhood. That's cool, man. That's that's a cool that's idea. That's where Eric B's from. Eric B's from there. Kwame. Salt and Pepper. Herbie Lovebug. Whole crew's out there. East Elmhurst. Stand up. You ever see you any of them, uh, anyone out there like that? You know, run into them, uh, cross paths with those uh, people you just mentioned? Oh, yeah. I lived on 98th Street. Um, Eric B. lived on 95th Street. I used to buy ice cream from him. Really? Okay. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, yeah, no lie. He's driving Mr. Softy truck. <laughs> Eric B., really? Yeah. That's the, yo, that's the, the neighborhood. He's on hers. Y'all need to look it up. There's a lot of people from East on hers. Malcolm X lived around the corner. Uh-huh. That's that famous picture that you see him looking out the window. That's over there. Seventh Street. Okay. I lived on Ninety Eighth Street, right around the corner. Wow, is that building still there? Yes, it is. Is there any kind of like memorial or anything, or like a, a sign that tells yeah, you that's they, where? Yeah, they named the street after him. Oh, okay. Oh, that's oh, that's where that is. Okay. Yeah, ninety ninety seventh and Twenty Third Avenue. Man, next time I go to New York, I got to put that on the list of things I got to check out. Got to. I still have to go to Fifteen Twenty Segwick Ave. Never been there either, so. You got to go to the Bronx. You got to go to East Elmhurst because a lot of people don't know the deep history of East Elmhurst. You got to go out to Hollis, you know, 205th Hollis Ave. You got to go over to 192nd Linden. I'll name all the spots for you. I just I just you come out go. there and, and, and call you like Music G, man. Just <laughs> just give me a tour, tour guide here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let me know what I'm missing, you know. Same if you came out here to Chicago. I'd do, do the same thing on the back. You ever been out here before, Chicago? No, that's why. Oh. And that's what we got to talk about, too. We got to talk about, I got to get to Chicago. Yeah, man. You know, they, we, we definitely uh, have a hip-hop scene here, of course, for a long time. But, uh, yeah, you would love it out here, dude. I'm with it. I always thought, because I've been to New York twice. I always said, like, New York is Chicago on steroids, but times 10. Like, on another, it's like, it's not even the same. I mean, we're a big city. You know, we have all the things you need. But in New York, it's, it, it can't compare to anywhere else. That's what they say. I haven't found any place like it yet. I, I'm thinking maybe Tokyo. That's where I want to go. Yeah. That would be the only spot that I see that looks like it has the same type of energy. Man. man well, we're going to see. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to make a trip to go out to New York. I need to get out there again once all this is over with and we can start going on planes and start planning things. And, you know, I got and a we baby. We got to come out to Chicago. Yeah, dude. You got a baby? Yeah, she's about to turn one years old in a week. So soon as she's... Congratulations. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. That, thank you. Thank you so much, man. It's been uh, it's been a grind doing, you know, the podcast and stuff and the quarantine and everything. But uh, it's a blessing, dude. It definitely makes you happy to wake up every day, you know, with what's going on in the world. You know, look over and see her. You know, life is good. You know what I mean? The adventure begins now, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm an old man doing this. You know, I'm in my 40s. <laughs> so, That's all good. You got your second win. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Chasing her around while she's crawling, man. It's uh, calisthenics. I need she to do some more cardio. She's keeping you young. Yeah, I think you're right about that, man. It, there's no doubt about that, man. No doubt. You she said you, you have you one. Young. You have one son. You said. Uh, no, I have um, a son and a daughter. Oh, son and a daughter. Okay, how old are yeah, they? My, my daughter Bailey. She is graduating college. Oh wow! So you're on yeah, the other side friend. where I'm at. I'm a long I'm way from getting side. there, man. I'm congratulations. Congratulations on her getting uh, her degree. Yeah, she's doing the daggone thing. You got your son doing production and photography, and yeah, it's just uh, you guys are all t- you know all have a talent. You can maybe put together a whole project, man. That'd be uh, that'd be smooth. You know, it, it runs in my family. My brother, he's an artist. He did all the artwork. Lex did it. Every artwork, anything you see UGA is Lex. Oh, he did That's that. Okay. Yeah, anything. And Lex is he's a man. My grandfather was um, a trumpet player. He was actually in a movie called. Um, Stormy Weather. I haven't seen that movie in I, years, man. I got to check that out. I, I, I'll send you a link. You can see him too. Okay. <laughs> there it is. So it's in the family, man. The music background is right there for you. Just uh, and, like, and I had a, a cousin who um, was Daryl, who was um, part of James Brown band, J, the JBs. Oh, dude. So it kind of kind of runs in the family. Yeah, that jazz and, and, uh, and that funk is right there for you. Yeah, James yeah, I mean James Brown, that's the cornerstone, the backbone of hip hop right there, so without a doubt. Facts. Yeah. Man, big up music G for coming on the Infinite Banter Podcast, man. It's been a, a ball having you on here and I've been meaning to have you on since I started this thing over a year ago. So I'm glad I got you here. Play a couple of your songs and let heads or listening know who you are and jaw jack and what I can't wait to play this one for them. They're gonna really get geeked on this one. Soundwave, I wanna thank you man. You've been a supporter from the time we hooked up and I 
got nothing but love for you. Anything you need from me, holler at me. Don't oh. hesitate. No, oh, I'll, I'll definitely be bugging you, man. I'll be I'll be freeloading. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be bugging you. I'll be jaw jacking you holler. too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah before you go anything you want to shout out or anything like that go for it man the floor is yours all right i want to shout out the whole uga i want to shout out glaze mc rbi danger stand clear yd original Uh, my brother lex we got dj modesty dj renner um shout out to um dj moore i haven't seen him in a while but shout him out um dj major ito dj frenzy i'm digging in the crates on that one and um, who else? DJ Crime Cuts in Holland. Of course, DJ Soundwave. I got to make sure I shout Appreciate you out. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> um, shout out uh, DJ Immortal in Canada. Um, I could go on and on and on, but I think that's good for this for this edition. That'll work. That'll work. Man, Music G, big up for coming on here. And definitely when you got some new stuff coming out, you know, let me know so we can pass it on and, you know, keep the heads knowing because there might not be a MySpace, but we got this show right here and you can always use it as a platform if you ever need any uh, help promoting your next projects and such. Yo, I appreciate you, man. And I will definitely be sending you new material soon. Man, big up, big up. Music G on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Thanks again for coming on. I can't, you know, can't thank you enough. This has really been an honor talking to you, man. And yeah, man, we got to keep talking, man. This is awesome. Good to hear from you, dude. And my pleasure. Salute. All right, Music G. Thanks again to Music G. Let's go ahead and get into that new song with Mr. Hooper. This is Jaw Jacking on the Infinite Banter Podcast. All hands, battle stations. All hands, uh-huh. battle uh-huh. stations. Stand by. Visibility is down to less than half a mile. It's going to be hard. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Got something. Where? Good Lord. Mills was right. On a collision course. Look at that thing. When it comes to flapping my gums, I'm number one. Jabba jaw rapper, MC second to none. Long twisted, tangled like spaghetti. Come with the cheese, extra sauce, you're not ready. I'll eat your food, then lick the plate. All you can eat, buffet is too late. Speedy and greedy, see me, please believe me. Eight track vinyl, cassette, and the CD. MP3D, live and direct. Project the hologram on your turntable deck. Spotify, qualify, now see me streaming. Click like emoji, I'm swiping that, I'm thieving. Golden, never trolling, I'm holding heavy lines. Hold a Bitcoin, now it's blockchain time. You ain't never seen mine, never seen me slacking. I'm always attacking. In other words, I'm short jacking. It's not unusual. It's one of the factors that make the area so treacherous for navigation. Olsen here, Captain. Got a sonar reading. Large object three miles ahead, approaching at ten knots. Okay, Olsen. Must be 80 feet long. And a huge gaping mouth, breathing fire. It's big enough to... Ayo, jaw gymnastics, I am fantastic You little bastards, y'all are quite average Blood, sweat, and tears, mics and metaphors In the halls of your mind, kicking open every door Rhymes of butter like Lando Lakes Styles are fresh and flowing like Lando Cakes In a galaxy far, far away There might be a rapper with better lines to say But like Luther, here and now I be the master jaw jacker With the data to turn your body into antimatter Craig Mackin on these words I send out into the streets to bring that paper in It's great to spend my time subtracting minor figures Brains the loaded clip, tongues the hair trigger Auditions is over, so cease with the acting Or keep them lips flapping and see more than jaw jacking Got him, Colonel, he won't do any talking Now there are no survivors What up, y'all? This is Acrobatic. You know, I possess the inhuman capabilities. And right now, I'm dropping the infinite banter with my homeboy, DJ Soundwave. Check him out, y'all. I talked about it a little bit with Music G. Uh, Tone, who you heard from that song, Let's Do It, at the beginning of the podcast. He's somebody I've known as long as Music G, but I haven't heard from him in a long time. And I talked about how he sent me a verse he did. He recorded a like a one-verse song about me being a DJ here in Chicago. So uh, I found the CD. I'm going to play it right here because it's really cool how he did it. He did a verse over the uh, Public Enemy Pete Rock remix or Shut Him Down. I remember when I got this, I was so geeked, you know, because somebody put my name in a verse. He's just really cool him to do that and tone if you're listening man you know reach out we got to talk to you dude see what you're up to but i'll I'll play it here why not you know throw something in there a little extra so we were talking about in the interview and anybody listening what are they talking about who's this tone guy well here it is from raw dialect tone right and your boy dj soundwave and a little shout out to dj real one too so here it is on the infinite banter podcast tone from raw dialect bounce your head to the beat of the dj 
tone and sound wave rocking on the replay. What we say goes when he plays goes gold. Find me in the shy, rolling in the black O's. Back to the basement with an old school basin. Radio stations got a taste now, they chasing the mixtape master. Golden age rapper. Crossing boundaries that police don't back up. I know that track record. Took it back a second, raise your fist. Raise your fist. If you can, you hear his record. I want unified masses and beats without wackers. I love pretty women with intelligence and fat asses. I'm simple yet complex, minus nonsense. Vested politicians who just want to bomb shit. You know they wrong, man. Straight strong arm, and when they step in the hood, son. I hate suckers with a passion and snakes on the prowl. My way is stony out, yo, we came to shut them down. Shut them down. Sound wave. Shut them down. The dialect. Shut them down. Tony P. Shut them down, son. Shot Shut them down. DC. Shut them down. Be more. Let's shut them down. Now prospect. Shut them down. Real one. Shut them down. Hey, yeah, what's up? This your boy, the legendary Cool Rock Skeet, the legendary Fat Boys. I'm here on Infinite Banter, and we're going to rock the house. Yes, sir. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, Kirk Acevedo said it's time to leave, so that is exactly what I'm going to do. Once again, big shout to my man, Music G, for coming on the podcast. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Mikey Sparks, M-I-K-E-E Sparks. Follow him, see posts about new music and even stuff he's done in the past. I got to check out his YouTube videos of him uh, performing in front of kids and his shout outs he used to do from the old MySpace era. Remember that? Man, I, I signed into MySpace, like I said in the interview here, and uh, <laughs> it's just a different thing, man. It's something I, I, I forgot I even had one. It's been so long since I signed in. I think it took me a little bit to get back on there because I don't remember any passwords or anything. So big up to Music G. Shout out to my man Tone from Raw Dialects. We'll try and get him on here, man. He's a dude that I've known a while and be good to hear what he's up to as well. All right, that's it for the show. Before I go, I do want to mention today, Sunday, June 7th, is the birthday of Prince, the purple one himself. And unfortunately, he's not here anymore. You know, all that's going on in Minneapolis. I've been thinking about him a little bit, wondering how he would react and what kind of music would he put out during this time, especially when it's happening to his home city like that. Because if you remember, he did a song about Freddie Gray some years back. So happy birthday to Prince. Might go do a play, uh... Purple Rain or 1999 or Musicology, a couple of my favorite records of his. I don't have a favorite song or an album. I was thinking about this before I came on here. I mean, Pink Cashmere is a song I feel like is very underrated. It's one. It's a song I go to a lot or Seven is another one. I don't really have a favorite song of his. There's just too many, but I've had to think about it. You know, Seven might be top, top three or four for me and Pink Cashmere is another one. So rest in peace, Prince, and happy birthday. All right, let's get out of here. The Infinite Banter Podcast is found on all the platforms itunes spotify apple podcasts places like that follow the show on twitter at infinite banter facebook at infinite banter instagram infinite banter podcast and on youtube you can just search infinite banter and you'll see clips from past guests that i've had on the show thanks again for checking it out again big out to music g before i go here is music g in the underground army this is worldwide author album we can't be stopped here on the infinite banter podcast thanks again for checking out the show once again big up music g Really appreciate everybody for checking out the show. Here's Worldwide from Music G and the Underground Army here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. All right, until the next one, I'm out.
trench digger, grow reputation bigger. Retail requests of the physical figure. Media relation, air evaluation. Represent vocal drop radio station. Speak one line, interpreter, next sentence. Poor talk, slow, strong verbal presence. Fun time broadcast. Give thanks to the host for extending the invitational. Photo op group, free flashing stars. Swap cards, pound, breeze, pass, hit cards. While others ignore this place, I'll explore. Show love from the gate till I hit the door. Cause we worldwide, underground on the low. Cause we worldwide, pick up your bags, let's go. Cause we worldwide, underground on the low. Cause we worldwide, pick up your bags, let's go. On my way to the campus, running late to the station. Hope you understand this. Understand you got a ticket. Who you think you're fooling? But officer, I'm just trying to find a student union. I tune into blah 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 number point three. I hear the host say we're still expecting music G and the UGA. Hit the campus show ID. Take the elevator left to room 23. Studio microphone directly in my face. Apologize, explain drama, get into this place. Showcase the project, speak on this creation. Call us, criticize, and show appreciation. I'm live on the box to name the music G. Follow me as we go to university. Cause we worldwide, underground on the low. Cause we worldwide, pick up your bags, let's go. 